postpartum depression on this edition of Truth and Love. I'm Heath Lambert, and you're listening to Truth and Love, a podcast of the Association of Certified Biblical Counselors, where we seek to provide biblical solutions for the problems that people face. Earlier this year, I announced that I would be stepping away from my leadership of the Association of Certified Biblical Counselors in order to devote my full-time attention to pastoring the First Baptist Church in Jacksonville, Florida. As much as I love the ministry of ACBC and as much as I value the ministry of biblical counseling, it's very clear that the Lord has directed me in a bit of a different direction. And as I make that transition, one of the things that I'm most excited about is the leadership of Dr. Dale Johnson, who has been appointed by the ACBC board to be my successor as the executive director of ACBC. I have the highest respect for Dr. Johnson, and he is going to do an incredible job as he leads our association. When he becomes the executive director in October at a special ceremony at our annual conference in Fort Worth, One of the many responsibilities that I will let go and that he will receive is the obligation of hosting the Truth and Love podcast. I'm excited to see uh, how he discharges that responsibility in the months and in the years to come. As we prepare for that eventual transition, I'm really excited that he, as our next executive director, is going to be our guest host on the podcast today as we talk about this crucial issue of postpartum depression. He's going to be joined on the podcast by Sean Perrone, the operations director of ACBC, and you're going to get to listen in on their important conversation right now. We've received several requests uh, to address the issue of postpartum depression on the Truth and Love podcast. As we think about this issue, there's a lot of things that we could say about the topic, but what is the problem of postpartum depression that counselees are facing, and what would you say are some factors that biblical counselors need to be aware of when they encounter someone facing this difficulty? That's a great question. So as we think about postpartum depression and and what's described in that way in the secular world, biblical counselors often are categorized as if they think that these types of things don't exist. The reality is that um, these are real symptoms, real factors, real issues that women struggle with uh, after having a child. If we think about a description of what what encompasses the symptoms of postpartum uh, depression, we would think about uh, women who struggle in so many different ways. We typically describe them in emotional realms as if they are uh, very depressed and very downcast. They struggle even to function in their new role as a mother. They often wonder why it is that they're struggling to be excited to mother this child when that should be an exciting thing, but they're really struggling to be excited about this new role. They find themselves even paralyzed in in basic tasks where they can't uh, take care of their child. They don't feel like they can even feed them properly or or nurture them and care for them properly. And things begin to mount in their heart and their mind, and uh, they get so discouraged and find themselves into deep, deep, dark places of despair. And so you hear many, many women describing their experience in, in this type of light. And as we think about factors, there are all kinds of factors um, that, we can, that we can talk about as well. Um, factors would include things like sleep deprivation. The, it could include things like 
expectations that we have about what mothering will be like. Uh, when we talk about sleep deprivation, I mean, that's a, that's a real thing. Uh, we know, medically speaking, that you know, when you have a, a child in the house and uh, they're not sleeping well through the night and you're not uh, allowed, really, by the child to get uh, a full uh, night's sleep, you're up feeding every couple of hours, the baby is crying when they're supposed to be sleeping, that factors in a great deal. I can remember uh, my wife and I have six kids. I can remember the first two or three or four months after having a child just seems like a fog, like you can't process things well. Part of that has to do with you're not getting regular sleep. That certainly is a factor, main factor. Not to mention the fact that um, your body is going through all kinds of changes. You've just gone through what we have termed in the English language as labor, and that's no accident, and it's a difficult thing. You also are now dealing with a, a new body, a new child that you're responsible to take care of, a child that really can't do anything for themselves, and you feel the weight and responsibility, very legitimate responsibility to take care of this child. And so all of those factors included, um, and we act as though life should go on as, as normal, and there should be no effect, there should be no ill responsibility relative to our emotions. Uh, we should be able to respond to everything appropriately and perfectly. And all of those factors bring about what's very normal and natural for a woman to feel in a state of despair or confusion, uh, like she can't function in a way that, that would be pleasing uh, in the cultural world. Another factor that we need to consider are the physical changes that, um, that a mother is going through. Her body has been preparing for nine months to go through this process of labor, uh, and now she's, uh, she's given birth to a child that she feels in so many ways the responsibility to take care of. Uh, her body's changing, preparing to, to feed the child. And uh, let's take, for example, if, if breastfeeding doesn't go well. Uh, there are all kinds of factors where she begins to feel like she's not measuring up to what a mother should be like and so many expectations that we have relative to mothering. Um, we act as though she should be able to, to be fully functional in every facet, uh, even a week or two after she's given birth. I think that minimizes motherhood in the reality that she has a great responsibility now that God has entrusted to her a child. And uh, with the help of her husband, with the help of extended family, that this child could be taken care of and really take pressure off of her in so many different ways by helping her to care for the child and giving her permission to uh, recuperate physically, to recover from this process of a, a nine months and then the, the actual labor. And I think uh, that would be helpful for us to, to give her permission to recover well. So you have uh, described the problem and uh, the factors that can be involved with it. There is more to say about that, but real quickly on the podcast, go ahead and tell us what does the Bible have to say about this issue? Is the Bible relevant for helping women who are struggling with this? Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, certainly you're not going to look in the scriptures and find the description of postpartum depression. But when we look in the scriptures, what we see are the description of symptoms that a woman would experience as she's walking through some of these issues, the, the same things that she describes as being downcast and feeling in great despair. Uh, even when she should be feeling joyous, she, she doesn't feel joyous at all. And that compounds some of her uh, the guilt that she would describe and maybe even shame that she feels. So the Bible speaks to all of those issues as we would 
point those particular factors out in, in the way we would describe those symptoms. Think, for example, with me of, of Psalm 42, which describes this picture of uh, a person's soul being in great despair, even to the point where they're not even totally sure how and why that's happening. And they describe themselves as, as, as weeping day and night in great despair and loss of all hope. And women find themselves in, in that way many, many times after they've given birth to a child, wondering why can't they enjoy the, the, the company of this child. And this was something they were so excited about, but now they feel like you know they, they can't accomplish the task of what it means to be a mother. And so uh, places like Psalm 42 and Psalm chapter 6 describe the, the open, soulish struggle and strain that we have. And this is one aspect in normal life, normal function of God's design of life, where life can be strenuous, life can be difficult, life can be a, a struggle. And the things that we feel like we should be excited about, we're not. And so the Bible speaks particularly about how we can respond appropriately to these strains and struggles, both physically and spiritually, uh, to help the woman respond appropriately to these particular situations. For our listeners, what is one practical thing that they can do to help people that they love who are dealing with this issue? What would you say is just one area where they can immediately begin uh, to apply what you're talking about? Well, it's hard to narrow down to one, so I'll do my best here. One of the things that we have to do is not to act as though these types of symptoms after birth are abnormal. These types of things are very normal for the human experience, particularly for women after having childbirth. So many things are changing. So many things are changing with their environment. So many things are changing with their, their physical body. And so one of the things we can recognize is this is not abnormal. Uh, we pause for a second. I think we look at some of the physical factors like sleep and allowing the mom to, to rest when she needs to rest and not feel like she has to be the, the primary caretaker at that particular moment just after uh, a, a week or two after birth. So those are some particulars that I think it's really important for a counselor to listen to, to hear the symptoms that, the, that she's struggling with, and to help her to see, first of all, they're not abnormal. Second of all, there are particular ways that we can help alleviate some of those problems by uh, helping her to get rest and helping her to refocus her expectations and then bringing her to the scripture to help her to see that there is hope for her as God would use this particular strain and struggle and, and trial and difficulty to refine her, to sanctify her, to bring her to a place to where she can now love this child in a way she never thought possible before. Thank you for listening to Truth and Love, a podcast of ACBC. If you'd like more information about this topic, I edited a book with Stuart Scott called Counseling the Hard Cases, and in that book, I wrote a chapter on the issue of postpartum depression, dealing with that in the context of Scripture and in the context of a case study. So you can check out that book, and if you'd like more information about ACBC and our ministry, you can visit us at biblicalcounseling.com.